Hello and welcome to Geeks the World's Number. That's not how it starts. Let's start again. Oh my god, it's been too long. It's been three weeks. <laughs> Geeks! <laughs> no? <laughs> Geeks? <laughs> no, no, I lose you from the, from the beginning. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Geeks the World's Number One Entertainment Podcast recorded in this very room. This week, the room in question is it looks like a fortress. Uh, we're in a yeah. hotel in London, in, just off Piccadilly Circus. Uh, that's made purely of, I think it's marble stone or something. I don't know if it's marble. Yeah, it's I'm the heaviest it. hotel, isn't it? Oh, now we're just going to get next door. We're going to knock back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so the heaviest or second heaviest hotel in the world or something. <laughs> yeah. So pretty secure. You feel like you're in a fortress, mm. which I kind of like. Uh, my only problem is, as I was saying to you earlier, there's a, there's a crazy person who sings <laughs> down the streets and he does a song and he goes a bit... And it just repeats on a loop <laughs> and i'm not i'm not fucking around he's been doing this for a year and a half i've been coming to this hotel for a long time and he's always there at first i didn't believe you i thought you've lost it <laughs> but I mean, i've witnessed this now and it, it was scary. a distinct possibility i was worried when he started doing it about 10 minutes ago and i said listen Chris, listen to the crazy person singing that you'd just be there's no noise out what's wrong with you and you could have done that and i would have believed you so i appreciate you not messing with me um yeah we're here we're in england uh, I am your host, Al White, taking over from the LA crew this week, and joining me is our on and off guest, yeah. Chris Traver. Hello. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you? Thank you for joining me. I kind of lumped this on you. We were out having dinner, and then I, well, it was actually just before that, but I realized, oh, fuck, the LA crew can't do the podcast this week, so we're going to do it. Um, and I just happened to be seeing you, so I said, hey, guess yeah. what? You're coming back to my hotel room now to <laughs> do a podcast. So sorry about that. That's good. Um, so, since we're in kind of late preparation for this, I haven't had time to do a normal sort of putting together our regular news in the normal fashion we would do it. But, we're in luck, because this week it has been San Diego Comic Con. And there's been a shit ton of trailers for movies, TV stuff, not much video game stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And also we had a little bit of Nintendo news, or maybe news leak. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to go through that, and I think we're just going to do a special episode um, where we're going to go through most of the big trailers uh, that happened at San Diego Comic Con, and talk a little bit about our feelings, what we're excited for, what we're not excited for. Um, if you want to head over, I would suggest IGN, but you can go on YouTube, or if you want, but IGN have a nice comprehensive list you can go to um, and check out all the videos if you just Google IGN Comic Con trailers. They'll have a nice little thing come up, and you can go through them with us. You can watch them and listen to us doing an audio commentary. Should we do it? Like, maybe we should do a timer. Maybe we should play the trailer and we have to talk about it in that amount of time. Yeah, if you want to. Because <laughs> then it gives us a good cap on each one. Otherwise, yeah. we could go on for ages. Yeah. Plus, then if you're watching it at home, you get live audio commentary with the trailers. Yeah, that works. Which, you know, yeah. why watch the trailers properly when you can not just watch them with us ranting over the top? Uh, loads of fucking cool things, though. I was actually really surprised. Comic-Con... Uh, I've, been, I've only been to Comic-Con once. Uh, have you been to Comic Con? Nope. Um, no, I've not even been to London or anything. No. You should definitely. You're not been. To, you're in London right now, Chris. I don't mean to uh, uh, London. <laughs> London Comic Con. <laughs> um, <laughs> you should definitely go to Comic Con. I had. I loved my time because I was very happy to get to go. I wouldn't go very often. <laughs> yeah. Unless I could get into the movie section. The comic section was cool, but it's pretty crazy, mm. and I was really interested in the movie stuff, which is a bit more difficult to get into. Um, you have to queue up for yeah. ages but there are sneaky ways in apparently if you go in early in the day or whatever you can get in and then just stay for everything and you don't have to leave your seat kind of thing so oh. bring a pack lunch <laughs> <laughs> don't leave uh, but this year but yeah it's often there's always one or two cool things 
Um, this year there's a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some big franchises, some big trailers. The reoccurring theme for me, I don't know how you feel, some of these trailers are their first trailers for the film, some are the second trailers for the films. Yeah. All of them just show me too much. <laughs> like yeah. almost all of them. It's just, I don't need to see this much of your movie. Mm-hmm. Which I feel is a reoccurring theme anyway with movie trailers, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Some yeah. of these are just kind of, all right, you've got me, and then you've lost me, and then you've got me again, and then you lost me, and you go for a roller coaster ride on the trailer <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. Um, you're saying you've got a favorite, you think? We're going to get to that later. I think so. Yeah, you yeah. think so? Okay. Yeah. That's what you're looking You'll let me know, I presume. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to start with the second trailer to Doctor Strange, uh, which is Marvel's upcoming film, Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, and a whole bunch of cool people, like too many cool people, really. I think we're, uh, you've got Rachel uh, McAdams in it as well. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Have you been? Are you excited about Doctor Strange movie? Yes. What do you think of this trailer? Uh, it's crazy. It it shows a lot, like you were saying before. There's a lot of stuff shown. Um, I like the Inception style stuff going on. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't know much about Doctor Strange anyway, so I don't really know what I'm meant to be expecting, to be honest. But um, I like what I'm seeing in this. That's the thing. Isn't it? Like Marvel, I think, have done such a good job of making you care about characters you don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a Doctor Strange <laughs> fan. Certainly was not a Guardians of the Galaxy fan, and I, yeah. I still think that's their best film. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll get on to some other ones later, actually, in this in this podcast. Yeah, I don't really have much affinity to Doctor Strange. I never cared about him either which way, other than sometimes he looks silly with his big collar. Um, <laughs> I love Benedict Cumberbatch. I thought that was very inspired casting. Mm-hmm. The last trailer I really, really dug. This one, yeah, it's showing a lot. And everyone does, yeah, you said it mentioned Inception there. That's what a lot of people are saying. Inception, yeah. Inception, Inception. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Matrix in there as well. Yeah. Um, which could be cool, because it's been a while since we've had a movie like that. My only worry is they keep showing these particular effects that they have in this of things folding into each other, like a kaleidoscope. Yeah. Which I really like the effect, but I'm worried that's kind of all they have. <laughs> Yeah, because they showed a lot in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, see, I'm mildly concerned. Is that all we're gonna get? It's cool to see um, Hannibal. <laughs> oh yeah, there he is. Um, look at all this stuff. It's crazy. Like they're, they're showing so much. How do you feel yeah. about him in the actual costume? Because I like him. Like, look there he is with his collar. And you happy with all this? Yeah, I'm happy with it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have faith in Marvel. I'm just a bit. I don't know. He looks a bit goofy in some of it. I tell you the one big problem that I have with this: his accent. Yeah. Because Cumberbatch, incredible actor, his voice is really part of him, you know, part of his persona. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's doing an American accent in this, and I don't. I think it's a bad decision. I think they're going to regret that later, because when you spin this into a franchise, I think it takes away from his Cumberbatchiness. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, it will. <laughs> um, is, this, is this the Marvel film you're most looking forward to, or is there something else on the horizon? Yeah, I think this one. Yeah. Yeah, looking for something different. And I think this is offering something a bit different. It's the same reason why Guardians of the Galaxy was successful. I, I had no idea it would be anything that it was, and it just ended up being incredible. So, fingers yeah. crossed. That's true. When you've got no expectations for something, yeah, it's kind of exciting in a yeah. way. When you don't care. When, when it's something like Spider-Man or whatever it is, you know, Captain America, and you might go in and go, well, I know what I want it to be, and <laughs> yeah. there's more to lose. But someone like Doctor Strange is like, well, I don't really mind. Yeah. You could fuck this up on a wing. They haven't shown anything yet in the trailer of it linking into any of the other movies. Um, mm. So, which I'm kind of hoping 
there's only something tangential. I'm hoping it's nothing big. I'm hoping they let it be, do its own thing and then just somewhere link in a little thing, maybe at the end or... Yeah. All right, that trailer's over, so we're going to talk, talk about that. Mm-hmm. We have the weird teaser trailer for The Defenders, which isn't out until 2017. Kind of weird they're promoting it now. Yeah. Unless it's, maybe it's at the beginning of the year. I'm not sure. Uh, but this is essentially the Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist team-up movie where they made their own mini Avengers mm. on the streets of New York. You look happy here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love what Netflix is doing with the superhero, well, with them, and I, just, I, I think this could be awesome. I, it's another case of me just hoping <laughs> it's good. I don't know. It's a long way off, though. Well, it's, it's just interesting because they're selling it, and they haven't. we haven't seen two of these characters exactly, yet. Yeah, I haven't seen them. I mean, we have. We've, <laughs> we've seen, seen Luke Cage, Cage yeah. We haven't seen what he does. No. It's weird here as well. So you've got the reveal, and it just says defend. It doesn't say defenders yet. Hmm. Does it say at the end? Hang on. Does it come up again? Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah, as you were saying over dinner, actually, you're a big uh, Daredevil, and you enjoy Jessica Jones. Mm. Um, yeah. You like Luke Cage, what you see in that? Yeah. That's good, because that's going to move us on. But before we move on, um, how do you feel about Defenders? Because it's on, in its own little bubble, they seem to be keeping it separate really from the cinematic universe. They just talk about the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. They're still saying, despite Charlie Cox wanting to be in Avengers movies, they're still saying they're not going to do that stuff okay. um, because they want to keep them separate. Would you like to see Jessica Jones and Daredevil and stuff You know, in there with Spidey and and all that lot or would you rather keep it no I'm I'm not too bothered about that I like them being in Hell's Kitchen and kind of doing that kind of thing I I don't really have any I don't know I don't it doesn't appeal to me that they would need to be in amongst all that as well well you've Um, had like in Avengers movies like the new ones the new sort of double pairing coming out the big 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 Infinity War ones what if they're so intergalactic and you know at the end of the movie they're back on Earth if they're not on Earth at the beginning of the movie and that you know like things are really it's the kind of thing where New York is in such jeopardy like in the first Avengers movie that there's no possible way street heroes wouldn't know what's going on because New York <laughs> yeah. is blowing up everywhere exactly. would you like it there where you had you know say you're in space and you have Iron Man and Captain America and Hulk and all these people battling and then you can like have something that goes through the atmosphere and lands in New York and on the street you've got you know Daredevil and Jessica Jones and yeah I like that kind of doing something yeah no I like that um having them connected in that kind of sense where they're cleaning up yeah yeah. yeah. so they're kind of still kept in their place yeah <laughs> essentially <laughs> keep them there they don't get to play with the big boys yet but <laughs> yeah. they're cleaning up the ruckus yeah Marvel have that other show don't they that is called oh, fuck I forgot what it's called but it's essentially the clean up crew it's like a comedy oh, yeah. show of cleaners who go around <laughs> after all the record wreckage that's caused <laughs> um, yeah they haven't shown that yet then Marvel also showed their new Netflix series, Iron Fist. We haven't seen anything of this yet. This was yep. the first footage from it, uh, which was pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Another property which I feel a lot of people don't care about, yep. Iron Fist. I mean, I'm sure some people care about him, but he's certainly not an A-lister. <laughs> no. So again, not much to lose um, in my eyes. Mm. I, re- I kind of like this trailer. I liked how it opened here. you got the snow, you got the plane crash. It's kind of moody. They do this cool sound beat thing with um, like Asian or monk kind of drums. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. And the lead guy, I don't think I know him from anything. I don't recognize him. No. Cool look, though. I mean, very modern hipstery look. (laughs) For Iron Fist, you see photos of him in the comics and he looks really dumb. And I was worried it was going to look really dumb. And yet again, Marvel make the character look really cool. Like he looks looks like he'd fit in with Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah, exactly. He's not um, like. 
over the top is just kind of another one of the, the street cleaners. <laughs> he does look like a street cleaner. That is that is true. Um, these trailers are moving pretty quick, so we're we're, we're whipping for these <laughs> maybe too quickly. Um, all right, but when we get to the end of this one, because we've got Luke Cage next. Oh yeah. So Luke Cage we've seen a little bit before, but this is the first big proper trailer mm-hmm. for the show. Um, how are you feeling about this? Are they getting too tangential? Are they spinning off to too many people? Or do you feel Luke Cage you know, has enough charisma to carry his own show? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I thought it was good in Jessica Jones. I Yeah, I, I think four is fine for Defenders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm happy with it. So, you, I mean, we've seen Luke Cage before, like you said, Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Iron Fist, we haven't. From these two trailers, which one would you rather watch? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm going to watch both of them. I, I really don't know. Um, probably Iron Fist appeals to me more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Seems a little bit more interesting. My problem with Luke Cage is he's, as we're seeing here in the trailer, he's a yeah. big lunkhead. It's, it's <laughs> just about around. that in the trailer, is it? Yeah, he's <laughs> literally just beating people up to a hip-hop soundtrack, which feels yeah. a little bit on the nose. Um, so yeah, I guess in that sense, that's why I'd be more interested in finding out about, finding out about Iron Fist, because... It's something that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Um, Luke Cage, yeah, it looks exciting. It's just, um, we just see lots of crazy action in the trailer. Luke Cage is on where I would like a special, you know? I would like a one half hour show or something yeah. where he gets his own little spotlight. And yeah. You learn a little bit more about him, so you care a bit more about him. Yeah. But then, yeah, he's just there in the sidelines with Jessica and Daredevil and stuff. I don't, I'm not personally excited about his own series, but yeah, I will watch yeah. it. Yeah. Iron Fist, so yeah, it's just a mystery right now. It could be so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more intriguing. Whereas Luke Cage, like, okay, he's going to walk around and pull up. <laughs> yeah, that's what we saw. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so that's all the Marvel stuff. Yeah. They had a Legion trailer, but we're not allowed to watch it in the UK. So yeah. we can't really talk about that one. But that one's not Netflix, is it? Oh, no, it's not Netflix. No. So I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know much about that one. So sorry if you're watching at home, if you're in America, enjoy that trailer. <laughs> good for you um, so out of those Doctor Strange Defenders Iron Fist Luke Cage what are you what are you salivating for anything um, out of all of them um, it would be Doctor Strange Doctor just Strange. because of the the scale and the potential for it to be something amazing yeah. I really hope it is yeah yeah I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic yeah I'm probably most excited right now for Defenders just because I really want to see Daredevil and Jessica Jones together. I'm, I'm a huge Daredevil fan, and the Bendis run on Daredevil is probably my favorite comic books ever written when they're paired with the Jessica Jones books, which are Bendis doing, uh, he invented her, and it's called Alias at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the interplay between them throughout those series and where it ends up, like she works with him a lot as a, you know, in the office, yeah. not just as a superhero. And I'm desperate to see that stuff yeah. on TV. I was kind of frustrated we didn't get anywhere near it. Yeah, <laughs> He doesn't even make a cameo in Jessica Jones, does he? And I kept... No, he gets mentioned yeah. towards the end. Uh, I kept yeah. expecting for him to turn up just once, maybe at the end, to like give her his card and say, hey, come work for me or something. Yeah. Or, whatever, or vice versa, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. DC. The yeah. DC reply. That's how I call this. Because <laughs> DC yeah. basically reacting to A, the trouble they've had, the backlash they've had with Batman v Superman. So they had trouble because they had a huge backlash with Batman v Superman. People were pretty pissed off about it. Mm -hmm. People thought it was, you know, too sour, some dumb moments, wasn't fun enough. Um, 
And DC were already, I think they already just started shooting Justice League, or they were just about to start shooting Justice League at that point. So it's kind of too late to change much. But they came out with a sort of a public apology, almost, um, <laughs> and sort of said, you know, we're going to listen to what people have to say. And then they did a very strange thing. Did you hear about this? They invited, I think it was like 40 critics. No. Um, from the from like 40 of the most down downer critics on the film, or people who criticized the film, to come to them in England, I think it was, and showed them a whole bunch of Justice League stuff um, and a concept art, and basically spent the whole day trying to convince them you should be excited again. Like Justice League will be different. It will be more fun. Forget about Batman vs Superman. Please stop talking shit about us. <laughs> and I've never heard of that being done before. No. <laughs> um, and so this is the first time we get to see some of the stuff that they saw. Which okay. is in the Justice League comic con trailer. I'm just yeah. going to play this again here. Mm-hmm. Now, pretty lengthy one here. Three minutes. Yeah. Um, I love how they start with this stuff. They start here with a blurb that says, The following footage was prepared by the filmmakers as a special look for fans in attendance at Comic-Con 2016. <laughs> and, and, this is what they should say afterwards, caveat, and every motherfucker who has an internet connection. <laughs> because it wasn't just made for the Comic-Con people. No. Like, it's all up online straight away afterwards. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, people queue up ages to go and see this stuff, and it's just where well, you could just sit at home. Mm-hmm. So we start off Justice League trailer. We have Bruce Wayne. He's going around trying to recruit the team, get them all together. He's given this whole monologue. Um, and he kind of looks the camera there, which is a bit strange. <laughs> the first guy he's picking up uh, is called Aquaman. Aquaman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aquaman. Yep. I'm getting confused between the Submariner and Aquaman for a second. <laughs> uh, we've got Wonder Woman already with him. More of Aquaman. Um, Aquaman's standing with <laughs> drowning for the looks of it. <laughs> um, first thing that I noticed with this trailer was just how weird Bruce Wayne's voice is. They're making him sound mm. like he's speaking in Batman voice yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Uh, which he wasn't doing in Batman v Superman and I liked I liked he was just sounded like Bruce Wayne mm. and then when he was Batman in Batman v Superman he had like a did you see you saw Batman v Superman? No I've not seen it yet he has like a, a voice affecting thing. oh okay so it's not like the Christian Bale ones where yeah. like, <laughs> he has this thing which makes it sound a bit strange and it's cool because it's more mechanical and computerized that's cool um, and it's only subtle but it's really cool mm-hmm. in this trailer he's speaking proper Batman voice but you kick up to him as Bruce Wayne <laughs> which I find a little bit strange I just hear let's see if we can get this over the microphone a little bit where he talks to Ezra Miller so he bumps into the Flash to go and recruit him broken into his bedroom building an alliance to defend us oh yeah patience but I see this man Barry Allen Bruce Wayne <laughs> said that like it explains why there's a total stranger sitting in the dark in my second favorite chair. He said he'll fight with us? More or less. More, more, or more, less. Yeah, that's too much shit going on. Um, but you can hear me just like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> I'm Bruce Wayne. It's like, no, that's your Batman voice. Mm. Should be, hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, all right, I don't want to sully your potential enjoyment of this, Chris. How are you feeling about Justice League from this trailer? Um, I think I could enjoy it. Uh, I, I haven't seen um, the TV version of the Flash. I know there's like a, a lot of rage going on online about having another person <laughs> acting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Does this convince you any of this stuff? 
Was there a reason really. you haven't seen Batman v Superman yet? Were you just not interested? Or? I'm interested in that one, yeah. Okay. Um, just hasn't happened. Yeah, I don't know. I This, to me... Look, this looks fine. And it looks fairly amusing. It certainly looks funnier than Batman v Superman. Yeah, it definitely is funny. But it feels so desperate to me. Like, this feels to me... And I'm, uh, people are going to say I'm a Marvel fanboy. I am a Marvel fanboy, because I think Marvel are doing a better job. <laughs> if DC were doing a better job, there was a time when I was a DC fanboy. Not in that I preferred the DC characters, but DC movies were way better than Marvel movies for quite some time. Yeah. And arguably, they still have the best with the Dark Knight trilogy. But the, this reply here, it's just they're editing all the funny bits. They're doing cool, goofy music. It's the kind of humor here. We've got lines here, you know, where he throws his bat around just here. I think he's about to deliver it right now. And Bruce Wayne just says to the Flash, so, you're fast. <laughs> and that's a line? And it's, and it's done as if it's a funny punchline. Yeah. And then there's one at the end where he's oh, uh, with Aquaman. Ah, I hear you talk to fish. Oh, my God. And just, that's, the, that's really, that's the best you could come up with. So I hear bad. you talk to fish. But they deliver it in a way with such confidence. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, I guess that's funny. But it's not. It's really no. not funny. Um, <laughs> and then there's, there's one in the Wonder Woman one as well, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, I don't know. It just feels desperate. It feels like they're trying to say, hey, look, we can be fun too. You, we can play like the Marvel kids do. Everything's a little bit more colourful. Yeah, the music in this does not... No. Like, it's, it's not they're following their usual theme. It's not like normal Batman movie Superman <laughs> no. or Batman Man of Steel. Uh, but don't get me wrong. It looks fine. Like The film looks okay. Batman yeah. still looks a bit goofy in places. Wonder Woman looks cool. Yep. Cyborg looks awful, in my opinion. I think Cyborg <laughs> is a huge mistake. I don't know why he's in this movie. That's just because they didn't want Green Lantern in this movie. Um, and look um, at him. Like, honestly, I don't know, man. That just looks dumb to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then you have... Yeah, and then The Flash. People are all upset about it. Just... they've Everyone's known for a long time now that they were casting someone different from the movie version of Flash. Yeah. Just get over it. Exactly. Seriously, yeah. Get over it. Like, yeah, I get it. If you like your Flash uh, in the TV series, great. You got your yeah. Flash in TV series. You should know by now. DC don't care about you. DC <laughs> do not care. <laughs> yeah. They're not planning ahead. They're not continuity. Otherwise, they would have figured it out. They started Flash two years ago. They knew what they're doing with these movies. They should have figured it out. And yeah. They didn't. So if you're on board with DC, then just live with it. Ezra Miller's a great actor. Mm-hmm. I think he looks charming and cool as the Flash yep. in this. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it will be as good as the TV one, don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. But no Superman in this trailer. Um, clearly, he'll turn up at some point. <laughs> uh, but really, for me, yeah, it's the Flash and uh, the Flash and Batman, Wonder Woman are the reasons I want to see this. Yeah. Not interested in Cyborg. No. And Aquaman. I don't know. He just looks like another Luke Cage to me, which I guess is there for yeah. the ladies. Some big muscular guy. Yeah. Walking around, beating people up and drowning. Um, we'll see. Not convinced personally. <laughs> then we had the Wonder Woman trailer. Uh, we've already had a Wonder Woman, but this is the trailer, but this is the proper big version of it. Uh, begins with Chris Pine, washed up on shore. Very, well, not very different vibe, but it does have a different vibe. Um, I kind of see the Wonder Woman film, If I mean, hopefully it'll be better than that, but it feels like the Thor movies from yeah. Marvel, in terms of it's that weird, fantastical... They're dealing with, like she mentioned, Zeus in this, they're dealing with gods... It's not in the Batman world, you know, in no, my mind. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of cool, because this one's a period piece more. Uh, yeah. Oh, how are you yeah. liking this one? I prefer this one to um, the other one. To Justice League? Yeah. Um, just because it just... 
isn't trying to be funny. I think that's probably what, like why it appealed to me. I um, I like the setting. Hmm. Um, I really like the the scenes where she's actually at battle and like ricocheting the bullets off the shield. That looks so cool. Um, I like her armor as well. I like it's not like really brightly colored. It's just nicely. It just looks really nice. Yeah, I think the design of her stuff is actually very cool. Yeah. This lady with the weird face mask thing. That's a bit scary. Really cool. <laughs> really scary and really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm picking up from you and I think maybe from quite a lot of people because people have gone crazy for this trailer. Mm-hmm. That you just it, you just want something a bit different by this point, really. Yeah. Um, kind of bored of seeing the same sort of comic booky stuff and yeah. something with a different vibe. Could be great, but I think it could be great if it works. Mm-hmm. Um, if it doesn't work, and it, then it's another Thor. Then yeah. it's going to be the weakest DC's, <laughs> DC's run, and DC don't have a great run right now, so it's mm. risky. Um, I think a lot of people were worried about Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Yeah. She proved herself in Batman v Superman. I was always a big fan of her. I think she's fantastic. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to see her lead a movie. We do have some more great lines here, which one yep. of them's happening right now when he says, didn't you know your father or whatever? And she says, I didn't have a father. I was, what did you say, Zeus? What did you say? I was brought to life by Zeus. I was brought to life by Zeus. (laughs) And then there's a pause, comedy line set up, and his reply is, well, that's neat. (laughs) That's his comedy line. Well, that's neat. I admit, delivery (laughs) is everything in comedy. So they do pull it off with as much gusto as they can, because these are good. These are decent to good to great actors in these films. Yeah. Um, But the dialogue is not good. Uh, There's also a bit (laughs) at the end where he says, I can't allow you to do that because he's worried about her dying. And she makes a real point of saying, what I do is not up to you, which is a very, you know, Wonder Woman feminism. Yeah. <laughs> Will not be put down by the man. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be people cheering that line. Mm. But to me, it's just, oh my God, really? Is yeah. that really the best version of feminism that we have is having to say <laughs> stuff like that? Um, because the rest of this, she looks fucking great. She's yeah. strong. She's powerful. She's sexy. She's opinionated. She's everything that most well I don't know maybe it's wrong but that most women probably want to be in terms of just <laughs> very powerful character in charge of every scene captivating in every scene yeah um, for all the right reasons the fight scenes just look awesome yeah the lasso stuff looks awesome that looks it's like so how good, are they going to do the lasso I didn't yeah. know and there it is looking great her, her legs look like Iron Man which is <laughs> yeah interesting um, yeah I'm, I'm genuinely excited because I think it could be the what it needs to be is everything that Captain America First Avenger and Thor couldn't quite yeah. be. Taking yeah. that period piece kind of war thing from Captain America, mm-hmm. taking a fantasy kind of thing from Thor, yeah. and doing the best things with those that those, neither of those films really nailed, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end here, we get the lovely lady from the UK mm-hmm. version of The Office <laughs> in, a, in a little cameo, which just kind of upsets me, because I always wanted her to be leads and stuff, because she was great. <laughs> I loved her in The Office. If you've only ever seen the US version of The Office... Stop what you're doing right now. <laughs> Go watch the UK version. It's yeah. very short. You'll get through it quickly. Make sure you watch the Christmas episodes that finish it because it's, it's brilliant. Here we go, Chris. Uh, yeah. More DC. Okay. The Lego Batman movie thing. <laughs> yeah. We've had a trailer for this recently. This is a bigger one where we get some actual, a little bit of story, a little bit of context. We find out Batman adopted uh, Robin. Uh, are you a fan of the Lego movie? I am ashamed to say I didn't ever watch it. You didn't see the Lego movie? No. Well, that one you got to see. Batman vs. Superman, don't worry about it, buddy. But yeah. Go watch the Lego movie. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. 
Um, and it's all this style. It's this beautiful. Sorry, that's my favorite shot. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's all this style. It's this really gorgeous, shallow depth of field. Like so everything bright. feels like it's real. Yeah. It feels yeah. like they really are little Legos. Yeah. So, to the point where people thought they shot the Lego movie with actual Lego like bricks a lot of the time. <laughs> um, how, how do you like an incident? Someone who didn't see the Lego movie. This I, yeah, this really appeals. It's just a fun movie. Um, hilarious. <laughs> it's just like going to the microwave and stuff like that. It's just really good. Um, Robin as well. That was funny at the end of the trailer. Yeah, like it's it's a I genuinely I find this trailer more funny the more I watch it. I'm fro- yeah, freeze framed on my favorite <laughs> shot, which is Batman in his sort of think <laughs> tank with a dolphin behind him, yeah. and he's got goggles on. Fucking love it. Um, oh, it's just it's really really funny whether it can do the whole film I don't know uh, the story mm. is what I'm slightly worried about Lego Movie they had a good setup so it worked really well uh, with this one I'm sure they'll figure it out I'm sure it's great at the moment the Robin thing I think is really funny in the trailer in the movie he could annoy the shit out of me after a while yeah um, I also just don't like the idea it's the first teaser for this they show Batman basically as a bachelor on his own lonely in his castle kind of thing <laughs> yeah and this trailer is a very different vibe because it's oh look he's got his sidekick how does he deal with that dynamic <laughs> which can be very funny but it's a less interesting Batman for me I kind of like the lonely Batman who talks to himself and microwaves his chicken <laughs> you know wanders <laughs> yeah. around as a bachelor um, yeah but I'm sure it'll be crazy entertaining <laughs> Yes. Right. <laughs> Love it. Uh, when is that? Um, what does it say? Does it say? Nope. No. No, it doesn't say. Well, on that, doing a really cool Batman performance as well, mm. uh, reprising his Lego Batman role. There are some DC TV stuff: Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash season three, Arrow season five. We're not going to talk about those, I'm afraid, because we don't watch those shows. So mm. our insight would be minimum. Yeah. But if you like those shows. <laughs> good because there's more coming yeah so you're lucky <laughs> I've seen some of The Flash and I did like what I've seen it just wasn't quite good enough to hook me in yeah um, and I watched some of Arrow it just didn't do much for me and Legends of Tomorrow is like their kind of a, a Defenders Avengers version so okay other movie trailers that happened yeah more exciting stuff Harry Potter mm. uh, is sort of back the theme tune's back yeah <laughs> straight away <laughs> Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them had yet another trailer showing tons of the movie. Another example for yeah. you showing too much. Yeah, they did. I've been really excited about this. Have you, just, have you been noticing this is coming out? Has it been something on your... Yeah, yeah, it has been. I love the Harry Potter films and uh, hearing that music again was awesome. Do you have a favourite Harry Potter film? Oh, probably not really. I'm not um, like a crazy fan of it, but I... Um, I do love the the films altogether? Um, yeah, I, I I I don't know what to think really. I don't know. Um, I'm not really sure much of the story of this. I, I I think people who've read the book will probably know more about what's going on. But from the trailer, I think we get <laughs> we find out quite a lot in the trailer. But I don't. It's still not in context, yeah, don't so I don't really know um, why he's got a suitcase full of. Beasts. <laughs> Do you want to know a little bit? I can tell you a little bit. But yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a, well, as far as I know. Uh, so I think it's, I don't think it's an actual book book. I think it's because it's based on the book that exists within the Harry Potter books. So there's yeah. a book that Harry Potter and people read, which is Newt, who's this character who's gone oh. around the world 
documenting the creatures basically in the world and oh, okay um and then he's captured some of them along the way mm-hmm. um i don't yeah i'm not entirely sure i hope there's a much broader story here that's going to set up for sequels which i presume is what they're trying to do because they make a point here of a new era is beginning in yeah the harry potter world um so yeah i think there's a whole bunch of story here that we don't know about yet at the moment they just keep focusing on oh he's got a suitcase and some of the animals get out and he has to go and find them mm-hmm. hoping there's more to it than that <laughs> um, yeah um, and i have faith that there is everything we've seen i think looks great it's from the same director who did the last four harry potters i think definitely the last two harry potters yeah um so it's you know very much within that wheelhouse they seem they seem to be increasingly bashing people over the head with it really is more harry potter it's a sequel to harry potter or a prequel to harry potter you know because mm-hmm. um, in the original ones were a little bit sort of bolder in terms of just being teasing stuff yeah. Now they definitely seem to be. Oh look, here's the music, and here's the same director, and yeah. here's like if, yeah, at the end saying, "I really want to be a wizard." Yeah. <laughs> like, we promise you, it's Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, don't be scared by the new name. Um, and um, Eddie Redmayne is awesome. Yeah. I think he looks really good in this. Yeah, I do too. I think he's gonna be a funny character. I think it's gonna be a defining role for him. Yeah, I he's hope so. Done some interesting, you know, difficult roles. Yeah. And this one. It's that chance when you get to turn a blockbuster into something more interesting mm. with a good actor like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. That's one of the films I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah. Then we had Guy oh. Ritchie's King Arthur, colon, oh. Legend of the Sword. <laughs> mm. uh, we start off with actually a cool shot here, which is this like up-close thing of them riding their horses. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I presume they're riding horses. They're just running. I mean, they're just running. Yeah, running, yeah. It's like a parkour thing. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, uh, t- there's a couple of King Arthur films coming out, actually. Um, really? Yeah. This one I was interested in originally because it had Astrid Frisbee in it, who's the girl you'll see every now and then, this witch lady, this girl, oh, uh, yeah. who I absolutely love. Um, she's wonderful. I'm desperate to work with her at some point okay. in my life. It's one of my <laughs> dreams. Um, <laughs> but I hate Guy Ritchie. Um, okay. <laughs> and not many people do but I hate Guy Ritchie I don't like Lock Stock I don't like Snatch I don't like anything he did afterwards and they're his best films you know, for, for sure yeah um, and this looks to me like kind of I mean maybe I'm wrong maybe King Arthur and his mates as I think is how it should really be <laughs> I don't think it would be King Arthur round table it would be King Arthur and his mates at the pub table uh, is how this film feels to me because <laughs> it feels like a gangster King Guy Ritchie film yeah uh, where he's got all of his normal mates to play knights. Yeah. And I don't know if that works for me. But like I said, I don't like Guy Ritchie. So someone... Are you indifferent to Guy Ritchie? Uh, this trailer didn't work for me. Um, I felt some of the stuff that they're... Even some of the stuff they're wearing in the trailer doesn't suit the period at all. Even the armor is just like really clean. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what's it going feels on like All Saints sort of yeah. thing after. It's... Um, no, it didn't really appeal to me. Uh, no, I'm not sure. Um, I don't it, like the stuff he's wearing there with the the leather yep. trousers. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. It's so fashion, it's so weird. Yeah, which yeah. I wouldn't mind if the rest of the film was that bold, but the rest of the film just kind of looks like regular medieval movies. Yeah, and a bit boring, and lots of CGI battles, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe there is a market for this stuff, but I don't know if there is. I think things like Warcraft proved that there isn't. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just not at all interested in anything this has to offer. I'm just free framing some of this because the only way you can see it from a producer's point of view is, oh, Game of, Game of Thrones is really big. Let's make yeah. some movies like this. 
typically these movies don't do well at the box office mm -hmm. these fantasy film, films um, yep. look at Jude Law right there <laughs> it just looks dreadful he's got this fireball he looks like he's from the Dragon Ball movie yeah um, and then this shot oh my god I mean these won't be finished effects I fucking hope not anyway but look I like this going through the spears and just how regimented everything is mm -hmm. it's just I don't know something about it upsets me there he's looking all smug Oh, and they, they've even got a little finger from um, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they show so much again. Look at who's this guy? You got Skeletor at the end. <laughs> He's man. You got like a huge foot <laughs> came down there. Um, they show so much stuff. It's like a proper big, huge. The last few seconds just movie, filled with so huge much. Huge elephant. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there's demographic for this stuff. Like I say, I don't like the way Guy Ritchie handles material anyway. Um, but. I don't know. Looks boring to me. Yeah. Much more exciting. Legendary's Kong <laughs> colon yeah. Skull Island. So we're talking about this just before you watched it. I said, you watch how big God's sorry, King Kong is in this. <laughs> um, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Because basically, Legendary is setting up to make their Godzilla versus King Kong uh, movie. So they got this one. I think they're doing Godzilla 2 right now, which Gareth Edwards dropped out of. Um, and... Then they're doing Godzilla vs. King Kong. So they need King Kong to be big enough to go up against <laughs> Gareth Edwards' version of Godzilla, which was fucking enormous. Yeah, yeah. So we have this movie, which is so weird to get a movie that's essentially damage control in terms of, well, we need a Kong movie, but we also need to... Because if you just turned up with Godzilla vs. King Kong and King Kong was as big as he needs to be in here, people like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, we need a movie that explains why King Kong is going to be as big as he's going to be. Mm -hmm. But it looks kind of cool. Yeah, it does. Um, this shot's cool. So is this... In this, are they set in modern times or is it still... Um, Interesting question. Yeah. I think it must be because I think there was... Yeah, at the beginning here, you got a... I mean, definitely from the 70s onwards I would say yeah it is because you've got the kind of aircraft you've got at the beginning so automatically that's very different yeah I mean this looks to me like it could be right now modern times or it could be any time in the last <laughs> 40 years maybe yeah because um, the camera's using SLR cameras so that's hard to tell then they're just on regular helicopters which look from the 70s to me yeah so maybe it's a slight period piece mm-hmm um yeah, hard to tell. Look at that. That's I a mean, big handprint. You get that first <laughs> idea of how big he is. And you got Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson, who just got cast uh, during San Diego Comic-Con as Captain Marvel. Nice. Which is exciting. And they get yeah, this handprint on a wall, bloody <laughs> handprint from King Kong. Which is, oh my That's God. quite a lot of blood, actually, if you think about... Yeah. <laughs> should probably see a doctor about it. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Like, what's this bone? Are there other creatures as big as King Kong? Kind That's of huge. Insane. But this thing, this this looks like the kind of dumb fun I could enjoy. Maybe mm -hmm. um, I really like this shot with the yeah, that's uh, cool. The uh, native to the island and the painted with this kind of yellow pattern, which then blends in with the background. It's very striking. Yeah. And then yeah, and then even <laughs> stuff like this is beautiful through the reeds. You got an interesting cast. Some really high, high like heavy mm. hitters in the cast. Um, yeah, some cool shots like this one going through the helicopter. 
I mean, it could be really dumb, but look at this. It looks like Attack on Titan. Like, look yeah. at that. And you're getting the feet of King Kong, and it's just enormous. That is cool. I was watching this, I was watching this with my girlfriend just before, uh, and she was saying, like, there's no possible way you could not see that gorilla on that island as you're helicoptering in. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah. Like, what's he doing? Does he hide? And, like, just crouch down? It's obscene. And at the end, you get yeah, your one last big shot. Um, well, two oh, big shots, wow. I guess. You get him standing up, and then, and then the top of his head cresting over a mountain. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sure this is probably going to be a really bad movie. Um, <laughs> I didn't like the last King Kong movie, the Peter Jackson one, very much. Mm. Um, but this looks like something that could have the potential to be fun for me. Yeah. Um, there's enough cool shots going on there. I don't really know the director. Um, Who is it? I don't know. I'll look oh. it up quickly. <laughs> Uh, Kong Skull Island. Du, du, du. <laughs> I was going to tell you to vamp, but we're just going to make people wait. Jordan Vogt Roberts. Oh, there you go. He did The Kings of Summer. That was a great movie. That was a nice indie movie. Here's another oh, yeah. example of an indie I saw movie. I that director. last year. Did you see that? Yeah, it's good. It's really good. good. Yeah. Is that. The one where they build a little camp, they build like a little house in the woods. Yeah, it's the. That's yeah, good. this one. Remember that one with the rotating <laughs> dial? <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, he does cool indie films. Mm-hmm. So, another good example of that kind of thing happening. Then, one of our last movies, the Blair Witch trailer. So, this was kind of one of the big things at Comic Con. <laughs> There was a movie from uh, Adam Wingard, who's the director of Your Next. He's a UK director. He did horror films, Your Next, and 80s throwback thriller horror film, The Guest. Oh, yeah. Um, which, <laughs> yeah, they've both been shown at Fright Fest, which is a festival we go to every year. And one of the reasons I'm back in the UK, and we're going in a couple of weeks to Ooh. see him. They have his new film, which was called The Woods, and there was a trailer released for it. And I wasn't excited because I don't like Adam Wingard, and I don't like his films very much. <laughs> Most people do. I do not. Um, and the name of the film, The Woods, sounded dumb. But I watched the trailer, and I thought, actually, that looks kind of cool. Um, I'll give it a try, but I'm not excited because it's Adam Wingard. Yeah. Then the news dropped. <laughs> it's a secret sequel to The Blair Witch Project, and it's called Blair Witch, and they were messing with us. And the second trailer came out, Comic-Con, known titles as Blair Witch. I have not watched it. Nope. You started to watch it. Yes. I, I came <laughs> screaming at you because <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I'm on Blackout. I am such a big Blair Witch Project <laughs> fan. Yeah. And I've dreamt of a proper sequel because the, the sequel, Book of Shadows, does not count. It was awful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited about this. I'm yeah. trying not to think about it because I don't honestly know what you do. I don't know where you go, but just to be in that world again, I'm excited about it. Yeah. And we could see it in a couple of weeks yeah. at Fright Fest. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which I'm really, really excited about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why we're waiting. So, apologies, but we haven't seen that trailer. Um, and I suggest to you, if you care at all about Blow Witch Project, just be excited. There's a new one coming. Mm-hmm. Don't go watch the trailer. Leave, leave your imagination online. Yeah. Um, so, there were a bunch of TV stuff. There was Viking Season 4, The 100 Season 4, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency... Uh, the Walking Dead Season 7, Fear the Walking Dead Season 2B, The Return of Prison Break, which is hilarious, by the way, The Return of Prison Break, because, spoilers, he's dead. Um, the originals, but apparently not, because, you know, fucking TV. Uh, the original Season 4, Sherlock Season Series 4, mm-hmm. um, and some of the new Star Trek thing that they're doing, 
but I want to talk to you about one thing, mm-hmm. which was a new TV show called American Gods. Yeah. So I made you watch this. I haven't told you if I'm excited about it or not excited about it, mm-hmm. but I just want to know, as someone who... Do you know anything about American Gods? No. So what did this trailer do for you? Did it make you think anything? Did you care at all? Uh, it makes me at least want to watch the first episode. Okay. I need to know what is happening. It just looks insane. It looks crazy. All the different visuals. It just... Um, every single part of the trailer was just so different from the next. Yeah. Um, and, and I have no idea what's going on at all. <laughs> so I want to know what's happening. Okay. Uh, yeah, so this is... I was surprised when I saw this. This is based on Neil Gaiman's book, American Gods, which it says in the trailer. Okay. I used to be a huge Neil Gaiman fan. Um, oh, cool. As a, as a teenager and in yeah. my 20s, and he yeah, wrote all the Sandman comics and lots of other great mm. comics. And lots of great novels. He did Neverwhere. He did Stardust, which was a big movie, which sadly the movie wasn't great, but um, the book is fantastic. And yeah, he did this book, American Gods, which is one of my favorite books. I really oh, wow. love it. I haven't read it in a long time, but I used to absolutely love it. So to suddenly see a trailer for a TV series based on it was surprising, and I didn't expect that. Um, the tra- I had to try and be honest with myself as I was watching it. I was like, oh, I don't actually know if this looks good. I don't know if I'm interested. But then it gets to the end, and there's all this crazy montage of weird visuals. And I was like, oh, it does look kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of in the same as you at the moment in terms of, well, I'll watch the first episode and see. I suppose to um, see that guy, he um, he started off in um, Hollyoaks. Did he? The lead yeah. guy started in Hollyoaks? He was there for a few years. Oh, and then, that's how this kind of feels to me, this show. Yeah. <laughs> it feels a bit like they're drafting in some weird... There's no A-lister in here. You've mm. got Emily Browning in this, so I think the girl, I think it was Emily Browning? I don't know. I think so. She's great. Oh, cool. So that got me excited because she's pedigree. Good. Um, and then this dude from, what's his name? He's a British actor from loads of stuff. Yeah, I recognise him, but... Um, yeah, um, we're really doing our jobs well. Mm. <laughs> now I've done no research <laughs> whatsoever. Um, American God... Yeah, Emily Browning's in it. Yeah. Um, she's great. There she is. This girl, she's from Sucker Punch. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, she's just loads of stuff. Um, God help the girl. What's that film she did? Sleeping Beauty which is really creepy. <laughs> creepy movie. Oh, Gillian Anderson's in it as well. Dane Cook is in it. Oh. I don't really notice these people. In the <laughs> uh, Ian McShane, that's the other guy. Mm. Peter Stormore is in it. Oh yeah, no, I did notice a bunch of these people because you had, <laughs> there is. what's his name, Crispin Glover was in it. Oh, yeah, cool. a whole load of people. Anyway, that was most of Comic-Con. Mm. Uh, you said you had a favourite. Is there a favourite? What was your favourite? I'll have to go and film again, I'm not sure. You didn't flag it. Um... Uh, I'm going to just quickly scroll through them. I'm, I'm, it keeps switching, to be honest. Um, it's not allowed. You've got to pick one. Live okay. with the decision. Okay. Commit. Uh, it's kind of two that I... Um. <laughs> you can pick two. I'll let you okay. pick two. Yeah. Um, Doctor Strange. Okay. Just purely because it's new. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman. Interesting. Doctor Strange and Wonder Woman. Yeah. So they're two kind of different comic booky things. Yeah. Um, my favourites I can't have because it's Blair Witch because I watched <laughs> yeah. it and that's the one I'm definitely most excited about but I haven't yeah. seen it so maybe the trailer's awful um, I am it's hard because I'm kind of equally excited for a lot of these in terms of Fantastic Beasts and Kong and stuff I'm like oh they're all cool yeah I'm pro- 
I try and think about it. If I could have one right now to watch, what would I most be excited about? I would have said Doctor Strange a couple weeks ago, but now I feel I've seen too much. Um, I'm probably going to say Batman, the Lego movie, Yeah, <laughs> actually. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm in the mood for right now. Yeah. But I have to admit, as much as I'm shitting on it, I am intrigued with Justice League, just to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably going to be a mess, but maybe it'll be an interesting mess. Yeah. So we'll see. So to finish out the podcast this week, we do have a slightly light one. Um, oh, yeah. I want to talk about Nintendo. <clears> but actually, I just noticed as I clipped out of that, I have one more thing I want to talk about. The Beauty and the Beast poster dropped as well at Comic-Con. Did you see this? No. You, so you know they're doing all these live-action versions of Disney films? Yeah. They're doing a live-action Beauty and the Beast with Emily Watson. Yeah. Did you see those little teaser trailer and they replicated the way the original animated teaser trailer was? So it was beat for beat the same and stuff. Which oh, was yeah. Yeah, kind yeah, yeah. Of cool and kind of pointless at mm-hmm. the same time. They did the poster. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm kind of giddy because I think it's so bad. Oh, no. Should I brace myself? <laughs> it's... It's just how the beast looks, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's really horrible. Uh, that's kind of horrifying. Sorry. It's really horrible. Well, um, <laughs> they've just tried to replicate the poster from the animated one as well. I don't understand this mentality of trying to recreate the movie you've already done. No, they shouldn't be doing that. It's like just okay. Do a live-action Beauty and the Beast. Do something different with it. Because guess what? You already did that. Yeah. Don't recreate that shot for shot. And that seems to be what they're doing. Is oh let's just remake the cartoon in live action shot for shot. I hope that's not the case, but oh my god, just look at that poster. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> just look at him. He's gonna haunt you in your dreams tonight. Yeah. Look at him. Look at his eyes. That is not a face that this girl here would fall in love with. No. That is, and it's the fact. Look at he's got his parting and everything, and then, oh, I don't like it. There's something that really upsets me about that. Uh, please, if you're at home. Please Google Beauty and the Beast Comic Con poster. It <laughs> makes me really happy. Alright, so before we get out of here, we're going to talk briefly about Nintendo. Nintendo NX has not been announced officially in terms of what it is. Mm-hmm. It has been announced it's coming. Uh, it looks like it's coming in March. It looks like Zelda Breath of the Wild is going to be, uh, d- d- I was about to say delivered, released, but I guess delivered, delivered. if you pre ordered it online, <laughs> delivered to you on the same day that the NX comes out. You can get it on Wii U, you can get yeah. it on NX. But what is the NX? There's been a lot of rumors for over a year now. It was going to be some sort of hybrid, some sort of handheld console. No one knew what it was going to be. I'm going to read you, because I haven't been bothered to retype it myself, the news straight from IGN. Okay? Okay. So this is from IGN, written by Joe Scrabbles. Details appear to have leaked about the upcoming Nintendo NX console, saying that it is a high-powered handheld which can plug into a TV docking station. Features two detachable controllers, will use cartridges, and is less powerful than current-gen hardware. Eurogamer, which claims a number of sources, says that Nintendo's pitch is simple. You can, quote, take your games with you on the go, end quote. So like every hand. Uh, that's borne out by the reported design a high powered handheld controllers are attached to either side and can be detached as two smaller controllers for use in local multiplayer IGN has also verified this information from a separate source according to Eurogamer the central processing will be handled in the handheld itself with a TV docking station into which the console can be plugged seemingly providing only an external display and not the extra processing power that's been rumoured for some time as such, this doesn't seem to be quite the hybrid console many expected, although Eurogamer does say that the rumours of a return to cartridge-based physical games are true. 
Reportedly, the console will be powered by NVIDIA Tegra X1 mobile processors in a separate article. Eurogamer's Digital Foundry says that the NX will beat the performance of last-gen's Xbox 360 and PS3, but it will be less powerful than PS4. However, we should say, a separate and perhaps less reliable source tells Digital Foundry that the NX could actually use the upcoming Tegra X2 processor. The X2 is essentially an unknown quantity at this point, meaning there is a chance that the NX could be more powerful than the current information suggests. Mm. Uh, like the Wii U previously, Eurogamer has been told that Nintendo isn't chasing graphical priority, but attempting to offer something different to the current console selection. No shit. <laughs> Other rumors include the fact that the new console won't support backwards compatibility with older <laughs> Nintendo games due to the change in processing hardware, and that an official unveiling could take place in September, coinciding with the Tokyo Game Show Expo ahead of a March 2017 launch. Chris. We talked a little bit about this at dinner time. Yeah, I believe I facepalmed. <laughs> you did. You just facepalmed again now. Yeah. Um, what are they doing, man? What are they doing? I mean, look, let's just be fair. We don't know. These are, yeah, but these are pretty news. substantial leaks. Yeah. This seems like the first fairly hard evidence we're getting of what this is really going to be. So let's just talk through it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we have to? <laughs> That's what I can hear coming. It's going to be a docking station, which essentially just means it's a cradle. Yeah. That you plug in yeah. your handheld console. So mm-hmm. let's just pretend for a second it's a mobile phone. Yeah. It's not, but let's just pretend it is. You put it in a little thing, it docks it, and that is connected to your TV, so then you can play your games in your yeah. TV. So essentially your console is definitely just your handheld console. And that's the point they're saying. There's no extra yeah. processing power in the docking station. All the power comes from the handheld console. Mm-hmm. Which means it can only be as powerful as a handheld console could possibly be. Yeah. Now the PS feeder was pretty powerful. Yeah. Uh died a very slow whimpering death yeah um but i presumably things can be more powerful now mm-hmm. um but only up to a certain limit if it's going to be handheld because it can only be a certain size yeah it's going to have two controllers that are on the sides of the docking station which means nothing it just means oh that's where they're held <laughs> that's all that means <laughs> yeah like that doesn't know okay yeah so you've got your phone, you're putting it in your docking station, you can play your phone or your handheld or whatever on the TV. Mm-hmm. You have a couple of controllers so you can play it on the TV. Yeah, fucking right. Otherwise, how do you play it on the TV? Yeah. Let's forget the controllers because that means nothing. Yeah. But they are separate. You have separate controllers. <laughs> this is the point. Um, and it's going to have cartridge-based games, which is basically exactly the same as 3DS. Yeah. And the 2DS. Mm-hmm. And the DS. And all of that. Well, every handheld that you've ever done. So yeah. Just, and that's good in some ways because it means things can load much quicker. It's bad because of space, but there's no reason why cartridges can't hold tons nowadays. Mm. If you need them to, just as you would with, you know, uh, you know, sand disc or whatever or something like that. Yeah. You're using your cameras. And... What I'm confused about, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this notion that essentially what it seems like we're talking about. We all get excited about this new console. Nintendo are going to come back. They're going to be ahead of the game for once. They're going to make us forget about the Wii U, which is, to be fair is a great console just with no games and no support. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to make us forget about all this stuff, move forward in the future. Probably something that's at least comparative with the PS4 and Xbox One, but you presume better than those because yeah. it's coming way later. Um, no, what we're getting from the sounds of things, is a handheld successor to the 3DS. Really, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's way more powerful than the 3DS, for sure. Yeah. But isn't as powerful as the PS4, from the sounds of things. 
Yeah. But still, though, let's be fair to them. If you imagine playing Xbox One, isn't as powerful as the PS4. So if you imagine playing Xbox One games on a handheld, fucking great. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Can they really do that? Xbox One is doing the slim version coming out uh, in a well, in a day or two, a few days. Yeah. Um, that's way smaller. Like it's crazy small. Sorry, E three really small. Oh, cool. Not handheld small. No. <laughs> so if you can fit all that processing power in a handheld, I don't know. Nintendo aren't the best at like that kind of you know eking out that much power from something anymore anyway but let's give them the benefit of the doubt shall we so let's imagine this imaginary world xbox one quality games on your handheld yeah um essentially it means you can walk around and play it that's really what they're saying and then oh if you want to play on your tv you hook it up to your tv mm-hmm. is essentially what they're saying that's it so it's essentially like having a 3ds that's more powerful but you can hook it to your tv yeah that's literally it that's what was and yeah. in a few months to within a year's bracket Microsoft and Sony have new consoles coming out oh the God, PS yeah. Neo and the Xbox Scorpio mm-hmm. that we already know how many teraflops they have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, you just. <sighs> it hurts. It physically hurts. And we're talking about it then, and yeah. I'm saying it's just kind of. It's yeah. awkward by it this point because you watch Nintendo doing this stuff and you just, what are you doing? Mm. What are you fucking doing? How can you be this stupid? Because here's the thing: what they're doing is cool. The success of the 3DS is as powerful as the Xbox One, or even if it's just as powerful as the Xbox 360. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, people who love the PSV, they love it. Mm-hmm. If you wander around, you can hook it up to TV. That's cool. But that should be a secondary item. That should be a yeah. You know. Oh, by the way, we have this new little handheld thing coming. It's going to do these cool things. Yeah. You can hook it up. So really, the the docking station be should be another powerful system in itself. It, yes. That boosts that. Because uh, that's literally all you build on this away. That's all it is. It's a yeah. new type of handheld console from Nintendo that you can hook into your TV. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, that's cool. That is. But you don't let the hype get to the point where people think it's going to be a new console. Yeah. Because that's not a new console. Nope. Just because you can hook up a handheld device to a TV does not make it a console. Mm. I mean, it does technically in that all handhelds are consoles, but you know what I mean? That it's not a new generation of Wii, Wii U, here's the new thing. It's yeah. a new generation of DS, 3DS, 2DS, here's your new thing. That's what it feels like. It's a new generation of the handheld. I remember rumors going around last year of people saying, oh, the Nintendo NX is going to be even more powerful than the Xbox One and the PS4. That's what they were hoping for. And I think people who were on that hype train have just been... When they let it build, because they've been <laughs> so, so silent. They've let it build. Yeah. And if this is true, the damage control's dreadful. Like, it's really mm. bad. Yeah. And it, it, fucking, it fucking has to be... It's not even about the power. It doesn't have to be more powerful than the Xbox no, One. And people, it but really it has doesn't. to do something different. Yeah. It's like you're not doing anything different than the PS Vita does. The <laughs> yeah. PS Vita is as powerful pretty much as the PS3, nearly. Mm-hmm. And you can play that hooked up to things. If you, There are ways to do that. You can also use a remote play with your PS4. Yeah. You can do cool things with that device. People yeah. don't do them because <laughs> people either don't know they exist or it's too much hassle. Yeah. There's nothing new and exciting, really, about this. I mean, I'm kind of happy. I would still buy it in terms of... Okay, cool. I get to take console like cool quality games with me, and I can play them on my TV when I get to a hotel room or whatever. If it's easy, yeah, you just hook it. But it's not new Nintendo proper console exciting, not at all. No. Um, the main 
big reason this will sell initially is because of Zelda. Yeah. And that's literally just because of one game. That's not good. That is true. I mean, if they, to be fair, yeah, if they come out and like, hey, look, here's the first new proper Mario game. Yeah. We haven't had one since Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Not a proper 3D <laughs> new iteration. If they do a new one of that, and they do the new Zelda, and they do a new F Zero, mm-hmm. and there's a new Metroid, Ooh. then okay, sure, they'll yeah. do great because of the quality of the games, and it won't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a fucking upward hill, and this comes from what's just happened as well this week with Nintendo's financials. <laughs> um, so they revealed in their last, latest financial report for the three months ending in June 2016 that they've net lost. Sorry, I misspoke slightly at that dinner, but it's not far. 24.5 billion yen. So, yeah. Okay, not those. But at 24.5 billion yen, uh, when in the same period from last year, they made a profit of 8.2 billion yen. Oof. They are really hemorrhaging. That's... They just had a boost this month, so this won't take into account Pokemon Go was re- released. People mistook <laughs> that it wasn't, made by, it wasn't made or published by Nintendo. It's just part of it by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So, Nintendo stock broke records um, so presumably they've made a tidy profit off of not much <laughs> so good on them that might help them out a little bit <laughs> maybe then they can afford to develop a proper console yeah. we can put under it <laughs> but Jesus man I, I, yeah. it's worrying to see Nintendo did you have a do you have a history of Nintendo in your in your childhood did you like, what were your first yeah, console N64 that's my all time favourite out of all of their systems um, yeah, I, I grew up on the N64, really. Yeah. It was older. Literally on it. Yeah, I was literally, it. literally yeah, sitting on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> you carried around to classes. Yeah. Like a little no, I, I remember dreaming about owning one for years. I never got one in the end, I don't think. I kind of like shared one with my cousin for a long time. We were playing, oh, I remember we played through uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. And oh, Pokemon Stadium. Oh yeah, so good. That was a good game. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm disappointed with all the news that's been uh, leaked. It doesn't seem like the way they should be going at all. Well, don't worry, Chris, because it won't do backwards compatibility. That means they can sell you Ocarina yeah. of Time and Pokemon Stadium again yeah. for about the sixth fucking time. Yeah. Because every time they bring out a new generation, Nintendo just make you buy <laughs> the same stuff again and again and again. Hmm. Um, and then you can play your games in N64 Fidelity on your new spanking <laughs> handheld console you can take with you. I feel like an arsehole being mean. I love Nintendo. I yeah, really do. Yeah, I really do as well. I, I've loved all of their games. I grew up on them, but I just... I fear that they might not last. They, they have a lot of arrogance um, and a lot of pride. And they're not really making new franchises. They're trying. Splatoon was an attempt. Um, and it did pretty well. Yeah, that did quite well. Um, but they just revolve really around the same franchises, and then mm-hmm. they're stupid enough to not really bring them out. In the whole Wii U cycle, we haven't had a new Metroid proper. Nope. We haven't had an F-Zero proper. We haven't had a Mario proper. I mean, we've had a lot of Mario games, but not the new big one. And we haven't had a Zelda yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which we'll get right at the end of the Wii U's life cycle. Mm. So it's like, well, if you're going to rely on your pre-existing characters that you've had for years and years and years, gotta do it you can't just do mario kart and smash brothers and hope everything will be okay yeah um 
So I don't know. I mean, yeah, the SNES is my personal favorite. I love the N64. Mm. I love the GameCube. I thought the GameCube was great. It was portable, had a handle on it. Oh, I love the GameCube. That had a really good system in that you could, um, especially Zelda Wind Waker. Yes. You could get a Game Boy Advance and you could do a system link. Oh, yeah, you could. And you could play together. Yeah. That's, that's so good. So you're doing cool really stuff like good. that. I mean, yeah. maybe there'll be some cool stuff like that integrated here. I don't know how. But even back then, I was thinking about it, you know, everyone went to disc and 64 was like, fuck you cartridges <laughs> they eventually went to this fuck you guys tiny mini disc and that's what the GameCube was remember it was those little tiny CDs tiny, you yeah. could get because yeah. you know we don't need that much space <laughs> and then I just wanted they just want to be different all the time and it's like that's great but then you've got to have cool ideas and mm-hmm. I feel they're running out of cool ideas they are um, I feel they're struggling yeah and it would make me sad. I mean, I hope they're smart enough that they actually do get into trouble at some point. Because they have a huge war chest. They're fine for a while. But yeah. it's depleting pretty quickly. Pokemon may save them. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but Sega was smart enough to realize, you know what? We have to get out now. Mm. Sat- after Saturn and after Dreamcast, we've got to get out. We're going to make games for all the platforms. Can you imagine PlayStation, Microsoft, Mario games... Zelda games you know <laughs> there's no reason there's no reason why not and yeah. that's what Sega did I mean I was in that generation where I, the idea of Sonic on a Nintendo platform yeah. was unbelievable to my generation and now it's normal yeah yeah I'd, I'd be fine with seeing that just um, whether Nintendo are happy to accept that eventually if it does come to that yeah I don't know because they definitely can't afford to just keep those losses coming every quarter We'll see. I mean, the buzz on this hasn't been good since it's, it's come out. Um, no. I don't think many people are excited about what they've heard about no. this. If, you're, saw, if you're a DS fan, I think then I be saw, excited. Yeah. I, I saw some of the, like, I didn't, I, I saw the news had been released yesterday, but I hadn't, um, I hadn't seen it until you spoke about it today. I just saw some of the things being said on Twitter, and I think even some of our, some of our friends were just like, they don't believe that this is really happening. It just doesn't seem... I think we were overhyped again. <laughs> yep. I'm going to read the top two comments on... Oh, we've got 16 new comments on IGN. If I go to uh, top comments there and they find see you at the... There we go. Top two comments on this article on IGN. Yeah. Number one, title should read, Nintendo reportedly to repeat all the same mistakes since they have learned nothing. <laughs> and title uh, comment number two, well, there goes third-party support. Which, yeah, is a very good point. Hmm. Uh, third party are cautious now of Nintendo Nintendo was a place to be in the Wii era third party fucking they just released everything it's like yeah. whatever put it out we don't care there's no quality control yeah. it's like being in the Playstation 2 era again it's just tons of games uh, but Wii U <sighs> burned all their bridges with third party uh, this oh, was yeah, a chance to get them back but this is well how are you what are you going to do you're going to develop this on cartridges and the other consoles <laughs> Oh, and also the Scorpio and the PS Neo. Oh. Can you imagine being a developer now and you make your choice? You know, what are we going to do? Well, oh, we're going to hit everything. <laughs> like, fuck. you got to do the NX. you got to do the Wii U. you got to do the Xbox One, the Xbox Scorpio, the PlayStation 4, the PlayStation Neo, the PC, the Max, iPhone. <laughs> I mean, I mean you got to do everything. Ah, oh, painful. Um, all right. Well, there you go. People aren't happy. No. I'm not happy. Nope. Can't wait to play that Zelda game, though. I tell you what. Oh, it looks great. It looks like the Zelda game we've needed for such a long time. Yeah. Here's the thing. The Wii U... I'm trying to think. <laughs> so, no, I'm trying to think. Because the Wii U, it has some pretty games, occasionally. 
Yeah, it um, does. Yeah. If th- this is going to be a little bit nicer, I'll get the annex to play Zelda yeah. on my TV. Won't move that fucking handheld probably ever. It will mm. just be a docking station that yeah. will stay there. And I'll play Zelda through it and it will look slightly nicer than it would in the Wii U version. And I will be frustratedly happy. Like, yeah, the game looks so good and it looks massive as well. Yeah. So I'm be, glad about that. It's going to be my, my spring next year. Yeah. All right. That's been our slightly optimistic, pessimistic episode. I don't know. Wherever yep. we've been. A uh, bit of both. Stuff going on. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for sticking around and listening to us. Next week, we'll be back to our regular podcast style. It might be from LA. might be from the UK. I'm not sure. Uh, cool. But we'll have designated mics, so it'll sound a little bit nicer. <laughs> and a regular format. Um, we are We Are Tessellate, uh, which is a confusing sentence to say. Uh, <laughs> our company is We Are Tessellate. That's better. I should do that more. That's better. Our company is We Are Tessellate with two S's, two L's. Go to wearetessellate.com. We're a production company. We make movies. We make music videos. We're making a first feature film right now. We're based out of LA. We're based out of Tokyo. We're based out of London. Our first feature film is called Starfish, and you can learn all about that if you want to and the frustrations of trying to make an independent movie. Uh, go over to YouTube, type in We Are Tessellate and Starfish, or type in, sorry, just Tessellate on Starfish, or Starfish Diaries. Mm-hmm. I'm making this more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> just hit your keyboard and random palm <laughs> fists, and you'll find Starfish Diaries on YouTube, and that's where we talk every other Monday, uh, roughly, sometimes we miss a day, uh, about our experiences trying to make this movie uh, for 12 months, which yeah. has been very tiring. That's why my voice sounds how it sounds. Right. <laughs> Um, and yeah you can follow us on all the social medias we are Tessellate on everything if you could follow us that would help us out if you can <laughs> post things and retweet them if you can go on iTunes uh, type in Geeks and Tessellate and you can subscribe to this channel and we have a whole bunch of other podcasts that come into Friday the 13th on our Elm Street a bunch of retrospectives I keep saying they're coming I'm editing them right now so they will be coming very soon and once they start coming there'll be a lot because we've pre-recorded a bunch and oh. there's a lot of content coming oh good um Chris Straver. Yeah. You have a very cool channel where you make beautiful pictures. Well, thank you. On a very regular <laughs> basis. And it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Um, where do people go to check out that stuff? Uh, go to youtube.com slash lethalchris1. Uh, yeah, I post two videos a week of me drawing lots of random stuff. It's usually video games, films, or anime. Uh, I do lots of uh, tutorials as well. And yeah, I have a lot of fun on there. So if you want to see that, then feel free to head on over there when are you going to do self-portraits I just want to see lots of images uh, of your face I get lots of people asking that as <laughs> really? well really yeah they're always asking do self-portraits so that, yeah, <laughs> no. just, just a month of just your face oh. <laughs> <laughs> just do like eight oh, videos in a row <laughs> uh, no seriously your work is beautiful so if you haven't checked it out thank you I'm sure you have if you're here um, but yeah go and check it out and subscribe uh, I'm Mr. Al White on all social medias and that's my personal website subscribe to me if you want to hear my rantings of films I'm doing and movie stuff and what I'm making Uh, thank you very much we will be back next Tuesday and we're out geeks geeks